And then when I would try to do that, she would try to just like grab my arm, and I was like, "We're not playing that game right now." Well, the cat <laughs> wanted to play, and you're being a dick, so that's when you. <laughs> yeah, no, she was just so anxious, and like I went to like scratch her belly, and she full out bit me this morning. <laughs> but you said she doesn't like belly scratches, so no, she doesn't. So that was a little my own fault. Yeah, that that comes with the territory. That and also like she has been weird and like hasn't been eating her wet food, so I was like starting to be concerned that like she was sick. And then I got her some like really high end like raw, and now she's happy. So it could have been just because she was hungry. Hmm. Uh. She was like, I gave her like all this high end cat food, and I put it down in front of her, and she like looked at me like this isn't good enough. Take it away. She was fine. Spoiled. She took a she took a dump in front of me. We, our relationship progressed very quickly. What the hell? What do you mean she took a dump in front of me? Oh, wait, yeah, when well, you were in the other room. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. you were in her space. That's exactly <laughs> it. Damn. <laughs> so that's my life now. Just a bunch of cats. Bunch of cats. You did it to yourself. Like all the cats. I did it to myself. You did. I'm just getting the one. So. Yeah, it's fine. We will officially be in my apartment on Friday. After you neuter the cats, take mm-hmm. away its rights to reproduce. Yeah. Yep. That, that is, is also cruel. happening on Friday. So. That is cool. He cruel. is going to be high as balls when he comes to your house. <laughs> Loki, why are cats allowed to be high, but humans are not? Uh. We One of them can't drive. <laughs> One of them can't drive. Like, technically, we're allowed in Canada, but only in specific places. Cats are allowed to drive? Yes, cats are allowed to drive. Where did you hear this information? What? what? <laughs> I'm so confused. Right? I'm like, how, how would a cat drive? I'm not drunk enough for this conversation. <laughs> the cat would drive with its paws. I mean, yeah, but, like, you have to push the pedal, though. You know, like, how some people who, like, have amputated legs but can still drive? Mm-hmm. They'll do something like that. So, uh, we're going to assume this cat has the cognitive ability to drive. Aaron's yes. animals. Yes. Oh. Have, we not, <laughs> have you guys not seen those YouTube videos? Oh, my God. Do you see I those, like, memes when, like, the Rona first started and everyone's just, like... Hey, dogs don't catch corona, and like the meme star that they're just gonna send the dogs to do all the grocery shopping. <laughs> I can't say I saw those ones. You didn't see those other fucking girls. Oh my goodness. How do you say, how is your dog supposed to pay for the groceries? I don't know. He figured <laughs> it out later. Tap card to his collar. Oh see, the problem goodness. is the dog has just been a freeloader for all these years, <laughs> just eating food, laying around the house. Oh my goodness. You could totally train a water collie to get a couple of groceries. Also, it would look bad for people who have animals with disabilities to what? just send your disabled animal to go grocery shopping for you. Okay, we had this conversation about disabled animals yesterday. We did. It was a cruel conversation, but it's true. Well, people, yeah. This so, what did you guys say? Like, just shoot them and. No, no, no God, no. Tim, like, what's wrong with you? Are... <laughs> did you say like shoot disabled are, animals? Like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. It's like how people, you get the one or two, like, animal on Instagram, like the originals, like, that have one eye or three legs, and they're so cute, and someone posts them all over Instagram and starts from the page. And then you get people who may not 
have the ability to actually care for these animals, right? And everyone wants a disabled animal so they can make an Instagram profile for them, kind of thing. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, was, yeah. I was really worried initially. Once again, but the problem is narcissism. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Michael would know all about that. What do you uh, mean? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that is like the antithesis of me. Michael has met his bane today. <laughs> I care. Fuck all about myself. See, what you need in life is someone who loves you like the way Kubo's mom loves him, even though he only has one eye and two strings. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, are we that was a horrible We were segment. recording. Wait, were we recording? We were. I, I, it was too perfect. We it was too perfect. We you were talking okay, about cats for like five minutes. It was too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi, defund the police, Simwaka. Michael Novakshinov. Pam and Shark. And, oh, well, okay, go ahead. I was going to introduce you right now. <laughs> that we great. In already. That's great. We got a guest today. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Timmy. Just Yeah, just Timmy. Just Timmy. All the South Park references. I, I expected some some sizzle with that you know i was trying to trying to hype you up for that entrance and you're just like hi i'm like timmy like it's wwe introducing <laughs> in the blue corner weighing it at how much do you weigh uh, uh last month, why would you ask so that question online that. man jeez <laughs> what well, he's a guy at 157 pounds there's no way to choose 157 pounds <laughs> let's be honest he's not 157 pounds i was gonna say um it's only it's only rude if you ask a woman what she weighs yes i mean i have feelings too <laughs> that's what i was gonna say what about the sensitive guys pam jeez well, you don't ask them how much they made. <laughs> you just, you just know. <laughs> oh, asking men how much they made—that's a slippery, that's a slippery slope. That's we, we don't talk about this. We don't talk about this. <laughs> I was in the car with Michael the other week. He was talking to me about his potential future salary. I'm just like, fuck Google, like fuck. Yeah. You. <laughs> we'll see if I get the job. <laughs> oh, well, you see, the system is put in place, so it helps. But I'm kidding. <laughs> whoa, I say, you want to hear the depression whoa, of like? Hold up, we have a government whoa, whoa. in this channel already. Hey, hey, hey! hey. <laughs> I mean, so I'm guessing Timmy slowed out. <laughs> he works for the tax man. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, no, what no. do you do? Uh, I cannot say. Let's just put it there. He works for Caesars. Is your do, do you have an English name? Is it are you sure it's not Steven? Uh. <laughs> hey, are there two people who John. work for the government on the podcast? Apparently. Or wait. Yeah, do you? Pam. I do. I work for oh, Agriculture okay, yeah. Canada. So there's, there's two of you then. <laughs> All these government officials, they brainwashed both of you. Hey, oh. I feed you, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> the money. The money. <laughs> The money's quite green, so hey, nobody complaining. Oh my goodness! I can wow. fuck Canada's food supply, so watch it. Yes, you're gonna fuck Canada's food supply, me, like how me. the white man fucked the indigenous people, Pam. 
Oh, oh my, my goodness. <laughs> Tell me, is this what happens when the white man gives you just a little bit of money? Okay. Just... <laughs> okay. Is this what happens? Excuse I thought we said we weren't me. going to bully. <laughs> I do not know what you are talking about. I am a pure Nandrinian man. Nobody knows it any. <laughs> Should question. Uh, should we start record talking about the actual movie or so to be reviewing? Yeah, we just we just started <laughs> wait, spiraling into this. Wait, just yeah. the best part though. I thought last week was supposed to be the angry movie. <laughs> I just cool with the two strings because I was like, that's a nice happy movie. Okay, it's a happy ending. <laughs> but like <laughs> fine, happy ending. <laughs> it's it's not anger inducing like last week. Uh, yeah, and then like it's been it. what? Five minutes and already like fuck the government again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, maybe Temmy, you should go watch Just Mercy, and then maybe you'll quit the working for the government. Who knows? He probably won't because good money. Good money. Yeah. I was gonna say, Sam, when you start paying us what we make working for the government. <laughs> I mean, low key, we should question Sam. Like, how long did this director take to feed us yesterday? Hey, I bought everyone food. <laughs> no, I paid for my shit. I was going to say, I paid for my Did shit. You? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what? <laughs> I literally, I literally, so Michael, you weren't there. What I did was, oh, we, boy. we recorded, a, we were recording, we're shooting a film. Yeah. Um, hashtag basic. Look out for that for those listening. By Shameless the way. plug. It's going to be a great short film. Yep. Um, and midway through, we had a lunch break. Midway? Now, me. Hold okay, up, midway. Well, it was 4 p.m. when we went we to buy the food. <laughs> we shot for a long time, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna get everyone lunch. Pam, I'm gonna give you money or my card, and you can buy everyone lunch. Guess what Pam does? She says, No, I will pay for it with my credit, and you can just we can partition it and buy. I was like, Well, I would I would just offer to pay, but they were like, No. Now, fast forward to today, they're like, when is this director going to feed us? Right? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to pay for my food. So I paid you. I just paid for my portion. Oh, my God. Yeah, true. Like, unless someone says, like, I am. I feel like when someone says, lunch. take my debit card, it's like the, the person's telling you it's OK. You, you know, know what I, mean? I saw I that part. I saw how expensive the bill was. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm still paying my share. <laughs> and then you have the audacity to say when is this director gonna feed us yeah because it's funny <laughs> it's funny oh, yeah. now let's actually talk about this movie okay i just okay. i just pull up didn't know you okay. were buying me lunch so <laughs> the northern critic podcast oh so wait is... one more thing pam thanks for okay. the free booze yesterday Jesus oh yeah you're welcome okay yeah, there were also a bunch of alcoholics yesterday as soon as nighttime hit they, including the actors, they all. We drank. were drinking at eleven o'clock when you guys got there. While still yes. shooting, by the way, we were <laughs> yes. shooting and they were drinking. Well, I wasn't in the movie, so I could drink. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, back to the actual anyway, movie we're reviewing this week. The Northern Critic Podcast, for those listening, is a film review podcast that looks at audience or host handpicked films. Based off of plot, cinematography, casting, and style. Um, all of the review points on the films we review are based off of ours as your hosts and our guests on the show, like the government sellout Temi. Um, 
Wow. <laughs> Dang. Wow. <laughs> but you know what? Black people need to seize the means of production, so we support you. You know, go make some money for the white man. That's fine. My man uh, needs to live left to off left. And <laughs> my man needs to eat food too. Oh my. It's not um, lying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Back on topic. I'm just messing with you. Um, on this episode of the podcast, we will be reviewing the 2016 American stop motion animated fantasy film, Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, it was directed by Travis Knight uh, in his directorial debut, actually. So this was his first ever movie. Um, and it stars the voices of the likes of Charlize Theron or Charlize Theron. Um, Art uh, Parkinson, Ralph Yens, George Take, um, Brenda Vaccaro, Rooney Mara. So like, there's there's some like high, high level, yeah, high profile like voice, especially voice acting names. Um, surprise, surprise! This movie was actually made by Focus Features, who guess what? They also made Dead Don't Die. So, oh yeah, you see Fucking I, kidding! Are you serious? I, I find that very it, the studio that made Dead Don't Die made this movie. I did not even realize. I didn't notice when I chose it. Wow. Yeah. And jumping into initial thoughts. Yeah. Very quickly diverts the talk. Uh, well, I need to tell the, the audience the plot of this film first. I should mention uh, first film we were reviewing that wasn't premiered at the Toronto Film Festival. This one is premiered at the Melbourne International Film Festival. So uh, big ups, Melbourne. Um, Australia. <laughs> it grossed around um 77 million dollars worldwide um against a budget of like 60 million so it made about almost 20 million uh dollars of re- in revenue which is a lot of money when you think about it still probably lost the money because of marketing yeah probably yeah. um it won the bafta award for best animated film in 2016 and was also nominated, actually, for Best Animated Feature in the Oscars that year. Um, and it uh, apparently was the second animated film to ever be nominated in, uh, well, for the, uh, for the Best Visual Effects category in the Oscars since The Nightmare Before Christmas, apparently. I don't know why that's a thing. Because um, apparently The Nightmare Before Christmas was also Oscar nominated at some point. I yeah, back in 1994 when it came out. Yeah, that, that kind of baffled me. Or but... Was it a stop motion? I can't remember. Yeah, it was yes, it was. I think it was stop motion, yeah. Um, so the plot of this uh, movie, for those listening in, is in feudal Japan. A 12-year-old eye-patched Kubo tends... He's not a pirate, by the way. Let me clarify that. Um, a 12-year-old eye-patched Kubo tends to his ill mother, uh, Sariatu. In, in a mountain cave near a village. He earns uh, their living by magically manipulating origami with music from his uh, shimisen. I think that's the, that's the Japanese. So those people who are out there saying it's a guitar, it's not a guitar, um, for the village folk uh, and telling the tale of his missing father, Hanzo, um, who was a samurai warrior. So Kubo is never able to finish his story as he does not know what happened to Hanzo and Sariato cannot, like his mom can't recall uh, the end due to her deteriorating mental uh, state. So she has, she hit her head in the beginning. She has a mental illness. So her memory is just getting worse and worse. 
Um, she warns him to stay out. Uh, she warns him not to stay out after dark, as her sisters um, and his grandfather, so her fa- his mother's father, the Moon King, um, will find him and take his uh, last remaining eye. And that's how this plot kicks off. So yeah. So, uh, initial thoughts. <laughs> initial thoughts. Okay, I'll jump in then. Um, this felt like one of those movies that had a lot of symbolism that I was too dumb to understand. Mm. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there. Fair. Uh, Fair. Yeah, it, I really liked the beginning of this movie a lot because I thought it did a really good job of sort of like setting everything up really efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the character work in general was really good. That was obviously sort of the highlight of this movie. Mm. Um, but my general sort of the ending kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth because it didn't feel like it was earned, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it we because for like the first three quarters of this movie, we kind of had this character thing, and then there's these two witches and sort of they were alluding to his grandfather right Right. but and then at the end we kind of have this whole sort of conclusion to his character arc and then he fights this weird dragon moon beast thingy and happy ending which it it felt really really jarring Mm -hmm. and kind of out of place with what kind of story it was trying to tell right um so i thought the world building was good that's always important in fantasy um, but it kind of fell flat towards the end with the whole moon stuff or the moon monster dragon thing. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of felt unearned towards the end. So it, I feel like they started this movie with a good concept, but they weren't quite sure how to execute it properly. They knew mm-hmm. how to do good characters, but the plot was just kind of ephemeral. So Game of Thrones? <laughs> <sighs> what are your thoughts (laughs) all right my turn i love this movie you know i love this movie i love the animation style i really enjoy the characters i like the plot as well like withstanding it's like very unend unearned kind of ending i don't mind that as much you know Mm. i kind of like this idea it's like instead of it's like kubo's humanity (laughs) bless you pam Thank you. <laughs> it's like Kubo's humanity has brought this god down to see the true beauty in humanity, you know? I like that. Um, things I didn't like, I don't like the whitewashing of the casts. It's it's probably not seen as bad because it is an animation, so it's like voices and it's made by an American studio, but it's still staring like a Japanese story, right? But that's something that I'm just going to say this one time at the start of the podcast and then never touch again for the rest of the podcast. Just want to put it out there. And yeah, like when I first watched, it was one of these movies, like it had so much hype. And when I watched it, I was like, I understand the hype. It's just such a good, nice movie to watch. Mm-hmm. So that's my thoughts. Um, I guess I'll go. <laughs> or uh, actually, Timmy, you can go first. I'll go after you. Or I'll go after Pam. I'll go last. That's fine. Oh, um, sure. Uh, so the movie for me was it was quite an interesting piece. I like to play with the uh, symbolism, the play, um, with like just how they even told the story. So if you if you go from the beginning of it, how mm-hmm. they started off with narration, 
to go into the part where he's telling the story and he started off with the same narration of that. I was like, I really love that play. Like just reinforcing it. And mm-hmm. that was like that was like a good um I wanna say it's setting the atmosphere for the rest of the movie in a way. Right. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. And so yeah, I really I really liked a lot of stuff that did. I like the way they low key started hinting on certain things. Mm-hmm. from the words that were said to even like at certain points even to like the jokes that were made you could tell that this character was this type of person which mm-hmm. sheds light onto who the character was later on right so that was really it was for me it was a really nice piece yeah all right okay so we're getting we're getting good reviews so far the northern critic podcast people on <laughs> on today aren't really bad so i guess this isn't a dumpster fire which is great uh <laughs> pam okay Hot take. here comes the grinch here comes the grinch <laughs> uh, this episode I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> I am not the biggest stop animation person. It's not my favorite animation style. Um, like I think the only movie I actually liked done in this style was The Corpse Bride. Um, but this one, it felt like the way it was recorded, I felt it was super choppy to me, the way it was animated. Um the characters were bland. Honestly, I didn't even know the mother's name until you said it today. Um, Matthew McConaughey as the Beatle guy was kind of entertaining. Um, honestly, I just have an issue with the pacing of the movie because it was it was kind of like watching a video game playthrough for me. Um, because it was like literally. Go get a magical item, boss fight. Go get a magical item, boss fight. And there's like no real rise in the action. And then once like this boss fight is over, they kind of don't really have anything to do. I didn't find any of the lines memorable or funny for that matter. Um, and this the story was just really, really, really predictable for me. And the opening, I know, Michael, you liked it. I thought it was super slow. It didn't engage me whatsoever. I honestly don't even remember what the fuck happened in the end of this movie that's how uninterested i was in this did you say it was predictable (laughs) i thought it was predictable it was pretty predictable and i'm just kind of like you know what and like i don't know i just i i just i really did not like the movie i don't understand like the music i think was the only good part of it the rest, like, honestly, I don't know why this was so praised as an animated movie. <laughs> like, I really don't. Oh, and my that, that, that's my hot take of it. And yeah, I just, and you know what, honestly, I, no one, unless you're going to pay me a million dollars, I will never sit through this movie again in my life. <laughs> wow. I like it. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. Um, I guess I'm going to go last. <clears throat> if you must blink, do it now. When I heard that, I was like, oh my God, goodness gracious, this is going to be great. I don't know. I. <laughs> oh, okay, Literally... okay. Can I just have one more point here? Some okay. of the lines were fucking cheesy. What? Oh like my that, goodness. don't blink. If you need to blink, do it now. It's like, really? First of all, like Pam, that... okay, I'm a lover, okay, of the dramatic arts. 
as soon as I hear something like that, that's almost the equivalent of when you're, I don't know, you're going through a carnival and someone's like, if you must link, do it now before I swallow this sword. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to see what's going on here. See what I mean, Sam? That is at a carnival. If no, I'm walking no, but through a street it's... in Paris and someone does that to me, okay, I'm entertained. I don't want to see it in a movie. Well, okay, maybe it that's where we're that's where we're movie. different. Because like to me, I just love drama, right? So um okay, Uchi, are you gonna pause? <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna pause, but you know what's gonna okay. be amazing? What? Is the fact that it's gonna be this podcast is shaping up to be Pam versus Sam. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not. So to me, anyways, I, as soon as that, like, you know, he's like, otherwise our hero may perish. To me, that's already like, oh my goodness, this is fantasy. This is magical. This is about to be like a, an adventure. You know what I mean? And I was all up for it as soon as that happened. Um, the the storytelling, like, again, so basically looking up even the reviews for this and me watching it, as soon as I was done this film... I literally thought about it and I was like, this is going to be a film students like, like, be, like if, if I was going to, if film students were going to review a film for school or for, for, I don't know, a blog or whatever, this would be one of the perfect movies to do that for. First of all, it has all the symbolism, has all the dramatic flair to it, has a lot of the, um, the technicalities of what's good storytelling coupled with good direction um is it's not a hundred percent perfect like the ending maybe could have been explained a little bit better um like michael said but then again in a similar fashion i understood what they were going for with that with the said ending um so essentially you know the the first time the the two sisters the mom's two sisters show up that scene was creepy as hell to me. And I was like, oh, that's that's a new that's a new thing. And, you know, like, it's dark. They're both talking at the same time. You know, Kubo. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? But it, that was well done to me as well. Um, the mom becoming monkey, but not realizing she's monkey because of her magic and her illness, like, all coupled together. Because we um, have both two sides to her. I'm just going to reveal that the mom knew she was monkey the whole time. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not sure she do. I just mean like as far as we, as far as the viewers. I'm, I'm trying to because I'm giving the, I'm giving my first take, my first, whatever. Oh, like I okay. understand all that. Yeah. So it's, it's just like I'm just trying to get, get along with mine. But you know, all of that. I understand the, the symbolism of him losing one eye and the grandfather wanting him to. The, the grandfather kind of reminded me of like a, uh an overprotective parent to the point where that overprotective parent is hurting the child because of that overprotection. It's kind of the equivalent of how you have, you know, moms being like, my kid shouldn't go to school because that other kid scares him or something like that. And like trying to shield that child or that thing you care about from the world or from humanity, just like not letting this child know, Hey, this is how the real world, the real world works. Um, in more layman's terms to what's happening today, guess what? This is what happens when you're like, well, I'm going to tell my child not to see color because color doesn't exist. Um, that's how, that's a recipe for disaster, right? So I kind of saw connections with those kind of things where it's like you're, you're drawing those elements. And then eventually you have Kubo being the one to actually bring out the humanity out of his 
uh, grandfather in the whole whatever, um, trying to show Tro's grandfather, hey, you know, the suffering of humanity, the whatever of humanity, that's what makes humanity kind of worth it in the long run. Um, and also because, you know, like humanity isn't perfect, but you, you do your best with what you're giving, given kind of deal. Um, so I don't know. I the, the, the moral of this story, the way everything was told, it was I, I liked it. It's pretty good. But that's that's just me. You know, see, oh. you're also you guys like video games and stuff like that and are like all into gaming. I'm not personally like I, I'll play video games, but I'm not like I'm going to go buy this game and sit for 72 hours and play it nonstop. Um, I think maybe that's where the whole like I like legend stories. Don't get me wrong. But I think that's where that whole concept, that fantasy um concept carnival-esque like don't blink thing was lost on me maybe yeah i, 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 I kind of saw it uh, like uh which you can go but like i, so I kind of saw it like say um uh like okay the opening to how to train your dragon for instance right where he goes you know living as a viking is blah 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 and then he goes but you know but we have dragons yeah, you know see, type of thing. Thing that, so it's very it's it's kind of that like Shakespearean like here come into my world no, of fantasy. See that was captivating. That like in How to Train Your Dragon or like my one of my favorite movies, um, Legends of the Fall, that gives it a more of a legend kind of storyteller vibe to me, um, where it's like this person, uh, like I can't. I'm just having a really shit time of trying to explain what I mm. want to say. Um, they, like, they captivated me. This one lacked Legends of the Fall was more romance though than, than But like, it was telling the fantasy. story of Tristan's life. Have yeah, but it Legends wasn't really Fall? I've seen parts of it. Like I, I know what you're I know I kind of know where you're going with it. Mm. Um it, like, uh, just yeah. Having I, I a narrator, know. I guess, in, in a sense, right? Well, not I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm not Uchi go, say what you want to say. Maybe like you might say what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> in one corner we have a blonde blue eyed woman fighting the black man. I wonder who wins. <laughs> okay. Uh serious point. I <laughs> to tell you the truth, I don't really get this like it's like a video game concept. Like I can understand your frustration with it being like, oh, it's like they walk, talk, boss fight, walk, talk, boss fight, right? If that's, like, the way you want to put it, right? But for me, it's not really, like... I hate the term like a video game because, like, video games come in such wide, diverse styles yeah. and formats mm -hmm. and all that thing, yeah. right? Where it's, like... If you want to say it's, like, a video game, the closest example I could probably think of is maybe Ori and the Blind Forest, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, mm -hmm. for me, this movie... A lot of it, it kind of like has to be. I don't say like, oh, you have to like all this kind of stuff. It's kind of like, hey, I like animation. I like creative animation. That's like one of my biggest go tools, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the reason why I start watching anime and then start getting deeper into anime because it's like, okay, you can do this with like this one style. Like, let's see if you can try something even weirder and crazier, still like that, right? Right. So, like, for me, like when... boob physics? Yes, like boob physics. Yeah. Yo, have you ever seen an anime where the boobs go one way, then the other, and just like, how the fuck did this High happen? school for the dead. Or high like, school of the dead. Exact what I was thinking about. <laughs> Jeez. So, like, for me, they're like, hey, here's an animated movie that uses stop motion. And I was like, I haven't watched that many stop motion 
animations before, so I watched and I was like, I love this, you know. Mm-hmm. See, and maybe that's where I fall flat is because like I've seen several stop motion and i'm not a big fan so maybe that's why i get like have the feelings i have towards this yeah i'm gonna jump in and just say that if i had been in a slightly worse mood while watching this movie i think my opinion would have swung in a drastically different direction mm, yeah because i think the abs it, it was really abstract a lot of it oh yeah yeah and, it is and i and generally i really don't like that kind of stuff um but I think the saving grace for me was the fact that his mother, the monkey, was she had a really, really strong character. I think that was like the highest point for me in the movie. Like the action and the sort of like rising action video game esque feel. I didn't notice that, but I didn't, I wasn't particularly enthralled by the fights either. Mm-hmm. So the highlight for me was definitely the sort of interaction between the characters, right? Right. And if I hadn't been willing to sort of give this movie a chance, mm-hmm. um, I definitely would have had a bad opinion of it, I think. Yeah. Like, that's the same for me. My favorite things are that's the interactions between the three characters, you know? It's like the weird reaction between uh, Saruto and Hanzo when they're doing that weird, like, hate flirting. Where it's like, right. oh, I can't right. see this. See, oh. I found their interaction the most entertaining out of the whole movie. Yeah. yeah, that was easily the best part, right? Koopa mm-hmm. was kind of shallow, but uh, the parent, or no, the monkey was. The I I thought Kubo and Monkey had a very because even like in the first the first time they meet each other, and you know Kubo goes, "You're a mean monkey, aren't you?" And she's like, "Yes, yes, I am." And I'm like, "I love this monkey already." <laughs> like it's just it was yeah. such a. It's like if that was your mom, that's exactly how we would go. You're like, you hate me, don't you? And your mom was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." But like really, you know, she doesn't hate you. She's just how hard ass. old is Kubo so, supposed to be in this? Eleven? Twelve. Twelve? Yeah, he's a twelve-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that though, well, that's just the thing too, right? And then um, I know for me as well, the you, I I it was a, it was refreshing for me because I had never actually watched a story like this uh before if that made sense like it was it brought something new to me right first of all an animation that had the whole concept of okay one eye missing you don't know what's because i i saw it with fresh lens i'd never heard about it never seen it before so i was already intrigued from the get-go because like oh he doesn't have an eye his mom bangs her head on the shores she has a mental illness you know i'm already having a lot of questions about what's going on and maybe this is because i watched attentively i don't know do you ask the thing um, with the mom's mental illness what do you notice she was perfectly fine in the middle of the night? Yes, yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's the daughter of the moon. She's the active moon king. at yeah, night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know. I noticed that too. I think um, for me, it's like I'm not gonna say it brought something new because I've watched a shit ton of anime by this point, right? So it's like mm-hmm. a story or story ideas I'm familiar with, and for mm-hmm. me, this was executed good enough for the animation to justify it. Mm-hmm. So, yes. like, if the story was worse, I would not have recommended this, right? But the story yeah. was good enough for me mm-hmm. to be like, the story is good, characters are great, mm-hmm. animation style, I love the animation style. So, I'm like, right. wrapped up and, together, something I love. Right. And the the ribbon, like, the bow on the, on the prize for me with this specifically that I loved about it was that it brings you back to, oh, hey, he needs to get this armor, he needs to get this helmet, he needs to get all of these things. 
to be able to fight his grandfather, right? Mm-hmm. But then the the movie never really because again we know Beatles his dad later on, but the film never really brings to question like it 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 tells you what happens to his dad is a mystery, right? But then you eventually learn that oh yeah, his dad had all of these things and his dad did fight the moon king, but the reason why his dad lost is because you can't rely on those things to actually beat the moon king, right? Because again, calls to humanity being like you can't kill the moon king with the armor and hate and blah 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 that's not enough still right so it took it took kubo to actually discover that later on because you could even see the grandfather's like subtle reactions he's like oh you have everything now you think you're all that and then he turns into the weird scorpion thing and he's about to attack him and then just like none of that shit works because again it's not supposed to and then Kubo gets, again, the most important things to us as humans are memories. And I was like, yeah, like literally memories are what cause PTSD. Memories are what cause you to have a good time or a bad time, right? You remember the bad things, all of a sudden you're pissed off. You remember the good things, all of a sudden you're in a good mood. So it's like him having his parents' memories in the form of strings on that. Um, uh, the guitar? No, on the, the, the thing. Yeah, uh, I keep forgetting it. Fuck. Uh, the Shimasen. The sh- the right? You could Him say having... memories tell a good story. And who yeah, amongst exactly. us has the best story? Uchi, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Uchi is trying to step on your toes here with fuck up. <laughs> The point is with that, so he does that. We already know he has the magic with his origami and stuff. But then he does that, and then the final string in the middle is supposed to represent him. So the three strings are his mom, his dad, and him. And what, even though his parents are both dead, what joins them together still, even beyond death, are the memories that they have with each other as family. And that's what opens his grandfather's eyes, like, again, thematically, to see, hey, maybe humanity is not as bad. And then now that his grandfather's become human, all of his memories as a god or whatever have been totally wiped out. Because, again, being a god and stuff and living for all those years, he didn't have any meaningful memories because he was all he was stuck up there and not really experiencing life as a human. But now that he has memories of a human, he's like a newborn baby and he's an old. And then they're like, well, we need to tell him he feeds the kids every day or whatever. He walks the old ladies to the shop or whatever, whatever. And, you know, he's like, I'm a pretty good guy, aren't I? And everyone's like, yeah, you're a great guy. And again, those are the memories he's going to now live with. And those memories will make him a good person. I don't know. To me, so, I was like, this is beautiful. It's, so it was great. that, like, it's a really, like, I thought it like was a cool concept. I just thought the writing to me wasn't there. And maybe it was also because it was paired with the animation style. Part of me, I feel like I would have been more invested in this if this was done as an anime for some reason. Like, oh, as yeah, a, it is an anime. Not as a movie, but, like, even as, like, uh, like a, a, as a thing. Uh, Pam? As a thing. Episodes. Pam? Thanks. There's an anime yeah. about this. Is there? Yeah. Literally, there's an anime. Oh. It's called Plastic Memories. And yes, and yes, the ironic thing? Huh. I dislike Plastic Memories. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's a whole can huh. of worms I'm not going to open on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I dislike Plastic huh. Memories for something that involves the plot. The actual story itself, I thought it was really good, but something else happened in the show I disliked about it. Okay. Yes. Like, see, like I said, the concept, like how Sam explained it, is a really cool concept, but I just feel like it was, to me, poorly executed. Yeah, that was the biggest issue for me. And I, I think what they could have done to fix it 
would be at the beginning they'd have to show something about how Hanzo, I think that was his name, brought his mother down from the heavens or whatever. Mm-hmm. They would have to sort of show what his father did to humanize his mother. And rather than Kubo fighting his grandfather at the end, it would have him do the same thing. That would have felt a lot more rewarding, if that makes sense. Because I mean, it, would yeah. show, it would show us what you can do, and you can, you can still get the symbolism. Mm-hmm. But I, I say, I've said this every time, symbolism comes up. Symbolism doesn't fucking make a movie. You can't do just <laughs> justify shit in the narrative. Otherwise, it's going to make me angry. And um, that was my least favorite part of it. <laughs> Timmy, I was going to say, like... Do you want to add a okay, rant, Timmy? Well, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, the most funny thing is I actually did love the symbolism more than just the narration itself. Oh, Yo, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. From the moment I met, from the moment I saw his father, I instantly knew it was his dad. And that was just because I was like, wait a minute. His mom has been telling him to wear his dad's rope the whole time. There's a stag beetle on his dad's rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... It wasn't like it was particularly hard to figure out yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like i said the story was predictable and the lantern yeah. didn't light up like to me it's like okay is that, right? is that yeah so they, they were telling like yeah the story was predictable but think about it it's also they were telling it from a 12 years old point of view because mm-hmm. when it starts yes it started when it, the movie started it sounded more like legend like but when the kid now narrated it and that made more sense that we're going to be getting it from this child's perspective mm-hmm. the whole time and it's going to be his journey so i was like okay we're starting off going through his journey and let's see where would that would take us so when certain things would happen for example his interaction with the elderly lady i love that that aspect that right there that woman first of all got attitude and i love it i was like okay if she was 50 years plus an extra more younger you know i might just work with that but anyway <laughs> Jesus you know Christ. what the old lady reminded me of? Do you remember the grandma from Mulan? Yeah. Yeah. That's who yeah. she reminded me of. Yeah, a little bit. I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, even with... Oh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Pam, are you saying that because the old woman from Mulan is also Asian? No, no, no. I'm saying it because, like, they're wow. similar. That's oh, my you goodness. Stop. <laughs> Wow. Pam always falls for that every time. Wow. <laughs> Pam, oh. Every time. Every single time. So um so even with with stuff she would say, for example, she says that, oh, would you finish the story this time? And I was like, Oh, I'm intrigued for a second because why wouldn't he finish the story? But literally in the next few scenes they make it clear why he can't finish the story because he has to leave and he mm-hmm. and they don't tell you he has to leave right mm-hmm. away you notice the bell rings i'm like okay the bell means something mm-hmm. then oh then he goes he meets his mother then he has his mother's telling him stories and eventually she tells him you can't be out this at this point in time because hey this is happening so like yeah there were some symbolism there were some stuff in it but at the same time the story still flowed with it because mm-hmm. each time they would answer a portion, it, they, would, they would give you a question, but they would answer that portion in a little bit, but just a little bit of a follow-up. So it was not like a intense masterpiece, but it was still beautiful in its own right. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I kind of agree with most of what you said. 
Uh, as far as the like, uh, well, well, Michael made reference to like how they didn't explain how the dad brought the mom down or whatever. Um, I was gonna say the like they did talk about that too because the parents told Kubo about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I when know. The, I yeah, when the whole they fought each other and then they fell in love while they were, and I yeah. felt like that was such a that's such a like even in like okay you go back to something like Samurai Jack or whatever. Oh, he in love with uh, Aku's daughter when they're fighting. You know, it's a, it was just that kind of thing where there's something still magical about that, where mm-hmm. obviously she would have been fighting him, but while fighting him, she might have been like, hey, but he he's fighting me, but he's not. And like, you know, this dude is flirting with me right now as we're fighting, you know? It's kind of that whole like, oh, he wooed her. And it's like, which is kind of normal in like our day and age, you know, typically the kind of the person... Whenever you see two people fighting each other, you're like, you two secretly it's like a troll. Type of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a trope. So I felt like Wait, it's a trope I don't actually like. I, yeah, I well, don't like know, the fighting fucking trope. I don't like that trope. It's kind of it's <laughs> overdone. It's so overdone. Well, you, you've never experienced that before? <laughs> what, fighting <laughs> <and> fucking? <laughs> Can't say I have. Oh, well. It, it, uh, it, it's, oh, story yeah. time. It stirs up strong emotions for sure. I like I would I can kind of relate to that slightly, but like you have that nudging uh what what's the word I'm looking for? You you someone riles you up so much and you're like, why does this person annoy me so much? And then eventually you're like, huh, that's what I needed to get out of my system. You know, I like have... so it's yeah, sorry. I was gonna yeah. say I've never experienced that. We usually when someone annoys me that fucking much, it's like get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a it's a different wait, kind wait, of wait, yeah, wait, okay. wait. Um, Pam, Pam, have you tried Pam. doing with swords yet? <laughs> because apparently, if you use swords, it's a very different experience. It has to be under the full moon. Yeah, mm-hmm. surrounded mm-hmm. in the forest, the clearing. Yeah, and you have to be the one trying to kill him. And so, then you're supposed to also have that like, special attack moves, like shout out, like I'm gonna hit you with my swinging karma yeah. sword of a thousand blades think, or some shit I like that. I think it stems from <laughs> the competitive. Like this, this typically happens with competitive couples, right? Yeah. It stems from both sides wanting to, you know, be be presented at their best to each other. To the point where no one wants to give way and then that eventually yields into what like them both realizing hey this person cares as much about this thing or this person uh cares as much about this this element that or this thing that brings us together as much as i do and then it it turns into respect for each other after the fighting kind of like you know hiccup and hiccup and astrid are an example of that or um no i'm uh, sorry hiccup and acid was a different example we broke this down in that episode well yeah, okay okay but like I, okay i'm talking about hiccup and astrid as far as the writers were that what they were trying to portray no what, what they're they trying to portray, portray was very yeah. what the, actually did yeah exactly that's my point so it's like i just mean the point where they're both at each other's necks because they're both trying to prove themselves to their environments that they're worthy of whatever and then eventually that competitiveness and like always being at each other's necks you or actually another good example is uh neo and i forget her name in the matrix the same thing where they're both they're both you know she gives him a lot of shit because she's like uh, you're not you're not worth anything but then eventually when she finds out oh he's the one and he's actually trying to like help people out out of whatever then she's like huh maybe 
like I respect him now. Maybe I do like him. And then that becomes a thing. So it's like, I, I agree with you. It is a trope used a lot in movies and stuff, but it's also grounded in reality a bit because it happens every day as well. When from fighting someone, you go to respect that person and then it leads to something else later on down the line. What so. dating apps are you on? Hey, Michael. <laughs> yes. Do you hate someone that you want to fuck them right now? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Sam. I get what you're trying to get for. But like... Yeah, I, I understand where he's going with this. I understand it too. But it... For... I guess what my point was is in terms of the movie, you need something aside from just, oh, they fought them, they fell in love. If you want to use Gee. it as a foreshadowing element, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to use it as standalone, I'm okay with it. But what I was trying to get at is if you were to use some pre- or foreshadowed mechanic we'll call it to bring the god down and humanize him you need to show us that in concrete terms or terms that kubo can replicate before right so Mm -hmm. if we would see his father being compassionate to his mother and actually like you really have to show that to us and then he does the exact same thing with his grandfather right that would have worked but mm. I felt, and I kind of felt like that's what they were going for. Yes, yeah, but mean. Yeah. they didn't land that in. Mm-hmm. See, they try to do that towards the end, but it, it still didn't yeah. feel more right. It didn't it, feel yeah, as good. It right. would have it it worked better. End, yeah, at the end, they had already succeeded, so what mm-hmm. it was pointless. That needed to come before. They before won. they succeeded, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think- Fair. Well, oh, by the way, did you guys notice that at the end, if you notice how initially the um the grandfather was blind, right? And yeah. Kubo, Kubo, am I saying that right? Oh God, I forgot yeah, for Kubo. a second. Yeah, yeah. Kubo um only had one eye, but we know his um his grandfather took his eye, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was so his eye, probably. That was his eye. Yeah. 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 The because... the grandfather was only visible like he could only see through one eye as one a human eye. being as well yeah. yeah i noticed that too and that was like a whole um another whole symbolism i know michael you hate it but mm-hmm. it's what it I is mean, that's not so much symbolism as it was, something well, it was sort of like worked into the plot and i'm fine with that like yeah, he, but, to say um, that he is human now because he has one of kubo's eyes and maybe Kubo does something where he like rips his grandfather's eye patch off and his eye is in there and then he yeah. sort of sees the human side. That would have been good, but the sort of just abstract victory felt hollow for me. Oh no, I get that portion, but this what I'm just saying right now is that I feel like they're trying to they were trying to set it up for for more to sort of like leave you with thinking, oh, will he now see? From a human point from of a, view, yeah, that's what, that's what I was. Towards the end, yeah. Do you know you, you're but, thinking? You're thinking like a film student. That's what I was thinking too. Where it's kind of like they're leaving it to like, hey, we're asking our audience, what do you, what do you think humanity is? And that's how yeah. it ends. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I yeah. also want to point out that Kubo's ma, when she was still human, she had a scar across her left eye. Yes, a scar oh, across her left yes. eye. Yes. And then yeah. the grandfather end has a scar across his right eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, the monkey has a scar across her eye as well. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I just thought that was interesting as well. It's like that connection of like, hey, mm-hmm. like when the mom was like, your grandfather doesn't hate you. He actually loves you. He cares, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that's showing that he also gets scars and damages and all that shit. Even mm-hmm. though he's a weird grandfather who's like, you must be blinded to humanity's evil. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like many, many, many conservative parents we know. So, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds way too personal. (laughs) (laughs) Pam's been crying for a minute. Pam, round two of shitting. I am. I your guys's breakdown of this movie is not going to change our opinion. <laughs> no, we're, we're bringing you up so you can shit some more. Come just, on, we just opened Pam's eyes to like, huh? Maybe those guys I hated, I actually like. Yeah, no, still, still hate this movie. <laughs> oh my god! No, not the movie. I just meant maybe you're like, huh? Those guys I fought with in the past, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, what kind of kindergarten shit is this? Just baby. Wait, Sam. Sam. I'm sorry. What the fuck kind of kindergarten shit is this? I like this girl, so I'm gonna pull her hair. Yeah, okay. that's exactly it. Like that's so like junior high and younger. You um, guys are still missing the point of what I said. That's no one. No, I, I know. Also, Sam. I know. Sam. Sam. Go watch all of Legends of the Fall and you'll see what the point I'm trying to prove about the narrator thing. <laughs> Alright, I'll check it out. Also, time. Loki narration in movies gets kind of cheesy sometimes. It does. It, gets it really cheesy. depends. Like, I, like, there depends on the movie. Like, uh, this one, I didn't like it. I think also, I think it has to do a lot with the voice actor or actor who is narrating it. Yeah. Um, They have to have a good storyteller voice you know what i mean like morgan freeman thank you Ooh, like if morgan freeman right came in and was said that maybe i would have been captivated wait 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 can I, you imagine samuel jackson being the narrator i, I was thinking of something. Jeez. oh god but like you see what i mean maybe maybe that's why i didn't like it is because he didn't have a good storytelling voice and so i just mm. couldn't get into it well then you need a kid that has a good narrative voice because you're talking has to a person to be a kid. who hates oh. children see maybe kid. that's the problem <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the real problem here children are amazing they might be extremely stupid but they are amazing <laughs> i shouldn't be, say i hate children stupid. i just dislike them greatly <laughs> you hate kids yeah How, i hate I I love my child niece, but I love being able to hand her back to my sister. Oh. Mm-hmm. I find it funny how I'm like the only female on this podcast and I'm the one who despises children. Oh no, I I love kids and I'm like I'm always gonna stand by it just because again, I've I've grown up training them, teaching them, like training them like the dogs. Oh, no, no, like I've been I've been a gym what I mean to say is I've been a gymnast. I've been a gymnastics coach. I've been a basketball coach. Uh, I've take I've babysat like a lot when I was a kid. But like to me, yeah. right? It's more like I enjoy the innocence that children bring to the world. Where it's like with the like I find children even easier to deal with than adults. Sure. Because yeah. sometimes children just like you could a, a kid could see two adults fighting and just come up with the the easiest solution to whatever. And you're just like, huh, you're right. Why don't they do that? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's the, just some profound wisdom in the innocence that children have to me. Sam. Yes. I don't know. What I was just saying is, like, it's just funny because you know how everyone's like, oh, women are all supposed to love children, right? It's that very sexist view of how all women are supposed to like children and want to have children. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I was saying. That's what I meant by okay, the one a, female a diff- on the podcast. That's a one. 
that's a 180 from where I was going. Yeah, no, no, also, that, that's what I meant with my comment. I also want to bring up the fact that kids can also be the meanest motherfuckers in the world, oh, and true, they don't, even, and they don't even try. Very mm. true. Have you ever very seen true. a little kid just look at you and just go like, "Ill"? Yo, <laughs> I was sitting down one time, minding my own business, having ice cream, and this kid walks up to me, and asks me to get up, and he punches me in the balls, then walks away. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> what the hell? I have a little cousin who literally, right, he took his, um, he had this, like, uh, the Incredible Hulk sticker that he's always just, like, it was, like, a body sticker, you know, that like, what kids play with, where it's, like, a sticker, they just stick it to their arm or whatever. So he had one, and he thought it would be wise, okay, to keep stamping it on my forehead, even when I said I didn't like it. Um and it got to a point where he just came in, slapped it on my forehead. And I looked at him. I was like, really? Take it off. And, like, I was serious when I said take it off. And he looks at me and he just has this, like, demonic smile on his face when he did it. Like, like a face. Like, it was just like a face of satisfaction when he put it on my forehead. And you want to have one of those? What, no, because you want after, a thing? After he did it, though, I, I looked at it. I was like, I can't even be mad at you. You're an idiot. Like, that was my reaction to it. Wait, so like, wait. You're, su- you're question, such a douche. Question. How yeah. old was he? He was, like, maybe four. Okay, yeah. Four oh, is time. Four is Yeah. Like, four or five at no, the time. No. And then he had, like, such a loud giggle, like a high-pitched giggle whenever he would do stupid things like that. So he would do it, and then he would smile. And then you try to chase him around, and he just like start laughing and giggling all around the house. And it's just like you can't be mad at that, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay. I mean, you whatever. Can. Okay, but like, I, I, like, yeah. Going back to this movie, right? This the guy in the movie. Uh, what's his name? I can even look it up. Give me a second here. Sorry. Just, Which guy in the movie? The guy who played Kubo. Oh. Art Parkinson, right? Mm-hmm. He was 14 at the time when he. Did the voice acting for this movie, right? Yeah. And I I always say this. Stranger Things has ruined every single kid actor for me. Agreed. Because mm-hmm. the kids in Stranger Things were phenomenal. So now I can't look at an average kid actor. And I just look at them like, yeah, shit actor. Also oh, It as well. People always overlook the kids in It. It is, yeah, it, it is, it is second class to Stranger Things. Stranger Things is my golden standard. And then It. Get one of the kids from Stranger Things to voice act. That would have been more interesting for me. See, I also have a problem with famous actors doing voice acting. Because, like, mm-hmm. I, there are a lot of phenomenal voice actors who, actors who do, like, TV shows, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, imagine them trying to do a movie. But no, we have to go get some Ooh. big celebrity, like... All right, to, to our <coughs> black listeners, wait, wait, Sam's wait. about to... Sam, okay, okay, we have to get I'm a black celebrity to... like Beyonce. I was I, that's, I was about to say so to our black fools listening out there. This is a hot take from me. Come crucify me if you will. That's fine. But Beyonce, the elephant in the room, the elephant in the room. Beyonce should not be a voice actor. No, she shouldn't. <laughs> She's, I love like I I appreciate her. I love her for all that she stands for. I love her music, but. But <laughs> my God, was that a flat performance in Lion King? Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. I did not watch Lion King. And oh my goodness! It was such a flat. And performance. you know what's She's, even worse? She... The fact her voice acting was flat, and her singing in that movie was flat. You know what? So people don't think we're just hating on Beyonce. Childish Gambino in that movie. 
Also, I mean, his his sing his singing was amazing in like no, it was not. It was he not was the, he really was the bright he was, he was the bright spot. Mm. He yeah, was the bright spot his, of the entire movie. Was, eh. He was not that good in my opinion. It was no. flat. He was the, he was but, the oh, bright spot. No, the thing is, like, every, right everyone in that movie was flat. Except whoa, for whoa, whoa, whoa. We're yeah, not exactly. That's what I was about to say. We're not doing Lion King. Nah, nah, no, we're not doing Lion King. No way. Exactly. No, no way. How much do you bet when this comes out, we're both going to be cancelled? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, if we're going full-fledged, I might as go. I'm one of the, the minority black people who also thinks that Rihanna is... Whoa! Yeah. But that's, just, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. I'm sorry, Riri's Beto. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just okay, saying, wait. I, pre- I prefer Rihanna, but well, I'm just last saying, thing before so. I had to get back to the movie. Right, I was talking with I someone. Have to say one thing, Fenty Beauty line. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, mm-hmm. Fenty Beauty <laughs> line is what? Totally Rihanna's brand. Totally worth the hype. Yeah, yes. good because I was going to kick you off the show if you trashed Rihanna. <laughs> 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 I was gonna be like, pardon me, you're done. You're, you're off. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I, for someone that can produce a red lipstick that works on white girls hmm. as well as it works on black girls, that takes fucking talent. Yeah. I should also mention, too, from one thing I've noticed as well um, African Americans really love Beyonce, all other Africans prefer rihanna that from what i've noticed it's actually guys it's, just me. it's, it's guys that prefer rihanna or okay well maybe african-american women prefer beyonce the guys prefer rihanna that's also a thing too but i don't know okay because um, i've even asked like other like girls who are like african as well like i guess uh i guess it's a mixed bag with them you know people like what they like fuck my story we're taking time back to this movie yep mm-hmm Anyways, is there much else to be said about this movie though? I think we've kind of drilled down to yeah, yeah. So essentially, um, essentially, Rihanna also wanted Kubo's eye. So Uh (laughs) I'm just I'm gonna give up my eye for Rihanna. I'm put I'm gonna give Rihanna my eye. I'm just Uh, on your you're on your own with that, bro. I said, bro, for real, for real, for real. You're your own with that one. I'm just saying, who has like her that much? Who has a better story than me? Actually, Sam, you like white girls? Okay, no, (laughs) still, no, no. Actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe I could try to give one for um. Oh my god, not Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Michael, Michael, get the hell. No. Sydney, no, I don't like her either. No, for Sydney Sweeney. She's because she's she's roughly closer to our age. Sydney Sweeney. She was in Euphoria. She was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Yep. Sydney Sweeney is bae to me. I love her a lot. I have no idea who it is. I, 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 I see your point. I'm Googling yeah. her right now. Sydney Sweeney. I'm she looking. Is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she was also in The Handmaid's Tale as well, and Sharp Objects. Oh, huh. Okay. And she is in my she is in my age age range as well. So I'm not gonna say a thing because I don't want to sound like a judgmental bitch. <laughs> I mean, you did type something yesterday on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Hashtag God. basic coming out later this year, I think. Mm. Shameless plug. Shameless you, plug. Do you also, also, do you want to know why I like her a lot? 
Why? Every single time she's been in a movie where she's in, like, where her character is, like, involved in a relationship or whatever, on the big screen, because this is something everyone knows is my pet peeve, she is always in a romantic relationship with a person of color. That is why I like her as an actress, because she picks those roles, and it's just great. Because it's very organic the way she does it, too. And it's great. It's just I feel good. like Sam's just trying to justify the swore. No yes, one, I am justifying the no swore. No one on yeah. this podcast is hating on your fucking swore, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm just, also, I'm just can saying. Can I just say something? Yes. Stop fucking hating on Taylor Swift. I mean, she did try like to rap, that. so... Oh yeah, she did try. She to is she is not a good rapper. That's the only that's I will give her a stick for that till the day. I that die. that's fine. But I'm just saying, <laughs> she's not a rapper. On Taylor Swift for this reason, I will say alone. Oh my god! Because Jeez. all throughout high school. <laughs> okay, have you guys seen photos of me in high school? No, but I guess oh you guys share god. them now. I, oh could, I could pass as a ringer for Taylor Swift. That's so fucking so, stop saying hating on Taylor Swift. So, you know wait, 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 wait. So what you're saying is, Pam, you look like any stereotypical white, blonde, blue-eyed girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little Best bit. Thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, seriously, final thoughts, final thoughts. Oh my goodness. It was final fine. thoughts. How long has this episode gone for? Over an hour. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, wow, this, that was quick. Huh. And I kind of cool, want cool. to go watch, I want to go continue playing The Last of Us. Oh, right. There, okay. there it yeah. is. And like... before someone spoils it and I have to go over and shit in the okay, series, okay. I'm, joking. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. You brought it up. I did I'm not joking. bring that game up. That's why I said <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yes. Gucci, just rumple still skin him. If he spoils it, you get his firstborn. <laughs> Where the fuck would I want a miniature Sam <laughs> running around my house? <laughs> That's Keep like Archer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, side uh, note. Did you guys ever watch, uh, what was it that, was it called Once Upon a Time? It was the live action. Yeah, Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah, I watched God. it. Yeah. What what the hell was that guy's name that played Rumpelstiltskin? Um, oh, I know exactly I know who that is. Uh, Carlisle or something? Uh, he was a Scotsman, I think. He Hang was, on. I think it was Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle. Yeah, yeah. He was such a good actor for that role. He was such a great Rumpelstiltskin. Until they did him dirty in like season four. He was also in uh, Stargate for two seasons where he was like sort of a scientist character. Yeah, he was. He did, he did a super good job at that role. I will defend Stargate Universe. That, that, that was a to, great show. Can I just do another hot take? Sure. Yes. I fucking hated Once, uh, um, Once, Upon, Once a Upon a Time. I never yeah. watched it. I just saw, saw clips of him. I liked Once oh. Upon a Time from season one to season three. Then it went like, oh, TV shows that go for way too long to shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was written as it was being produced. Yes, literally. Like, wait, what? What are you? What are we talking about? Once upon a time. It was a oh. Yeah. oh, okay. No, I didn't check that out at all. Okay, no. back around yeah. to final thoughts. Final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. Well, I guess I can. I can go first. Overall, Kuba and the Two Strings. I love it. It's something that I will write if I ever wanted to create some African fantasy, um, you know, 
Nigerian Yoruba voodoo juju type so, shit. So witchcraft, um, lightning, <laughs> exactly. You know, except if it's if it's a Nigerian twist, and the mom would have had an affair with someone else, and whoa, the, whoa, uncle, whoa. the uncles would have been involved, and yo yo yo, you yeah. were Pato, or Kubo would have been beat a lot. But hey, let's keep going. Let's move past yeah, that. Yeah, Kubo would have been beaten a lot. Uh, hey, um, Sam, I don't want to talk about my childhood. <laughs> the sisters, <laughs> the sisters would have stolen his. Uh, uh, Shaimatsu, because you know it's an it, he inherited the the instrument, so mm-hmm. they would have wanted to take it away from him. Um, so... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Then, oh then his biological God. father is gonna come back from America, but for some reason he's gonna have a British accent. Yep, that's true. Yeah, that's gonna <laughs> happen as well. He's gonna sound like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> his father will be Samuel L. Jackson. Oh my God! Is that oh, walking oh. Sablo, motherfucker? <laughs> And for some reason, he has a degree in medicine. So um, usually, okay. that's just weird ass degrees from play- different places. But yeah, you know. So cool, cool. Um, I loved it. It was great. Uh, the writing for me, um, I agree, wasn't one hundred percent perfect, um, but it it did its job in terms of what kind of message that it was trying to pass, at least to me, anyways. Um, so I will give the writings, you know, not really dead center, but like, uh, you know, slightly above dead center. So like in, in, in between fully North and in the middle. So, you know, kind of around there. Um, and cinematography wise, this is my third stop motion. And I, I get, I, I think I've a lot of people on the podcast here, well, I guess Uchi, Uchi did make mention to that too, actually, that you guys don't really aren't are, aren't really fans of stop motion, or stop motion is kind oh, of no. I said I dragged on for you. I haven't watched a lot of um, stop motion. I didn't say. Oh, I, okay, okay. I said I love watching experimental animation styles. Experiment. Oh, okay, right. Okay, but then yeah, exactly. So like for me, the other stop motion that I remember seeing that I really loved and had really really good writing. Was uh, was it Chicken Run or Run Chicken? Chicken Run. Chicken Run. Chicken Run. Yeah, that was, that was stop motion as well, and it was an um, it was a fantastic movie. Um, so to see, me, I, so far, stop I motion. TV, I turn it off. Yeah. So so to me, stop motion animations haven't really let me down. Um, and just based off the ones I've seen already, most of the ones I've watched actually happen to be even better than normal animations as far as content, like the the content they're giving to you watching it um, because I feel like they need a good, they always need a good story or a good uh, element to, to justify why they're doing the stop motion uh, because again, not a lot of people like watching it, but to me, I'm okay with it. I like it. Um, it's fine. I watch everything and anything uh, as long as it has a good story and plot and whatever um, and message, I guess. So yeah. Um, so cinematography wise i think it was good it was great for what it was it was magical it was bright the the yeah it was the sound effects were amazing uh nice touch to actually play a song by the beatles at the end of the film as well that's actually a song by the beatles and i was like ha the production the i was like the production guys are hilarious wow you play you played a beatles song at the end of kuban really you know, so I I just I laughed at that. I was like, that's kind of cool. Which Beatles um, song was it? Um, while my guitar gently weeps. Oh, um, okay. Mm-hmm, they played it at the end, so I was like, that's pretty cool. 
Um, so yeah, so overall, I loved it. It was good. It's 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 a work of art. This is art, and I appreciate it. Um, so I will give it a look at your world map. <laughs> uh, I will give it a. I guess France. Actually, no, no, sorry, no, no. Hold on, I'll give it a Nor Norway. I think Norway is the best. Kind of like, yeah, Norway. Okay, Norway it is. I'll give it an. I'll give it a Norway. Yeah. Can I go second? Because I want to get my country yeah. right out of the way. Mm -hmm. I shall give it. I love the fact no one ever actually thinks about doing this. I will give this a Japan. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, Loki thought I was going to give us some random Asian country like South Korea? Come on, Michael. I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, I love the animation style. I love the creativity involved with it. I love the way it looked, the, the sequences. I love the characters. The characters were my favorite thing about this movie. Was the story predictable? Yeah. Did I hate that it was predictable? No. Um, what's there's like a, some stuff that's stopping it from truly being a great like story. Like maybe they expand on this a bit more. Maybe if Kubo was a bit less passive, it'd be better. Um, what else is there? I already mentioned the thing at the beginning of the podcast. I guess I'll repeat it again here. I don't like the cast being whitewashed for this, but then it's an American movie, so. Americans got America, right? So that's just my general take on this movie. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I think other people enjoy it, unless you're Pam. Pam's just never doing a stop motion movie. So is that signaling me to go? Sure. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Like I said before, I don't like really like stop motion the only one i've actually liked is carp's bride um honestly after sam said that this movie is done by the same company that did the okay. dead don't die i really feel like that company is riding on the purse strings of downtown abbey abbey and should just shut down i honestly <laughs> hated this movie the only good thing was the music. And that's all. And you know what? Honestly, Argentina for me. Hmm. Okay. And that's all um, I got to say about that. Hey, before, Michael, before you go, have you kind of realized this rating system might be going bad since we're implying certain countries are worse than others? Like Ooh. Argentina. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? You I'm not saying bitch and just accept it. <laughs> I'm not saying that hey, Argentina sorry, is sorry. corrupt as shit, so but <laughs> it is corrupt as shit. I mean, if you were to really apply literally, that would mean Canada has an absolutely shit story, but decent technicalities. I don't know. Yeah, so like real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that way, would make America. That would make what America an okay, just okay story, but really was bad it, cinematography. What were we talking about yesterday with chaotic neutral? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I have to go find it. Hey Give man, me a second I to find it. System. I just, I just, uh, what's the word? I, I fucking lost. You embraced it. Uh, I just Either innovated way. on it. Hard southwest mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Um. Okay, I guess I'll go now. 
I, I pretty much said everything I wanted to say. I liked the characters, so I guess that kind of works into the writing. Um, but I didn't like the story itself, so I'm kind of torn on what I, what I want to say about that. Um, in terms of everything else, I really liked, I think it was Charlie Theron who was the monkey. Yeah. I thought the performance was really good. Um, she really sort of conveyed a really strong character. Um, everybody else is forgettable, in my opinion. Uh, so the characters are good. The story was not, the stop motion was interesting because at first I was like, oh, this is a stop motion movie. But then there were some parts of it where I thought, or is this a 3D animated movie made to look like it's a stop motion? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure that I didn't know it was a stop motion movie. I was legitimately unsure coming into this. I'm pretty sure it was made to look like it was stop motion. That could be wrong. Because it seemed like some parts functioned at like a much higher frame rate than others. There's a lot of sort of weird technical stuff going on that I don't have the eye to pick apart properly without researching. So I had the stop motion effect, we'll call it, was irrelevant to me. I did, didn't take me out of the movie, but it didn't enhance the experience either. It was just neutral. So I guess that means it's neutral, and I'm just going to kind of slap <laughs> a, a rating of Rome on it. <laughs> Rome? Yeah. It was slight, I, I, like I'm neutral with the story because I didn't like the this, this plot itself, but I really liked the characters. And it, it was pretty enough, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Rome's not in the middle. It's a little bit to the right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, like, no, get me wrong. I came out generally feeling positive about this movie, right? Yeah. Not usually positive, but it was, yeah. It, it, yeah, that's it's true. It's a solid six out of ten. So, say so, Michael didn't hate the shit out of this movie. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't like this movie. It was Wait, fine. You know what? We have to update that meme. Like, before Pam was on the podcast, it used to be like, Uchi likes the movie. Sam likes the movie. Michael, it's shit. <laughs> I just have legitimate criticisms. Leave me alone. <laughs> I can criticize something and still enjoy it. If you haven't figured it out already. Yeah, I, I have. I have. Okay. Sweet. Um, so, I enjoyed the movie as I've made it clear throughout the whole podcast. And, yeah, I thought it was, uh, it was a good piece. I'm not saying it was a great piece. It was a good piece. Because, like, to be able to tell a story without always having to tell you the story with words, that's that's telling a beautiful story, which I enjoyed. And, and yes. Sorry, not to cut you off, but there's the fucking difference between us. <laughs> like, I that, that is the difference. You like that shit, and I hate it. Yo, but okay, sometimes your eyes, like, with a painting, your eyes, you, you, you see the story, basically. So how you perceive the story and what they tell you sort of went along. So for me, I enjoyed that aspect of it and I thought it was pretty cool. I, I liked some characters and some characters I definitely thought were weak. And but then again, there are some characters who had more personality than most. And for example, the, uh, the Paper Knight, I would say had more personality than... <laughs> <laughs> Kubo at some point <laughs> and I love the movie but I'm just saying <laughs> yeah I'm just so, I guess you're right if Kubo is yeah. as shallow 
as a kiddie pool. <laughs> can I can I just say something? I love your art artist reference. How you're like when you're looking at a piece of art, it tells a story. Unless you're looking at a, at a Jackson Pollock because he just fucking threw some paint on the canvas. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, oh my. But yeah, hey, like... you know, paint on a canvas can show the frustration of the art. I'm kidding. Oh, I hey, let Timmy Start say his piece. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all good. Oh, but like, um, so, like, yes, it had its highs and it has its lows, but all of them put together still made it beauty in itself. There's beauty in the mess and there's beauty in perfection. But this was more of more towards the line of really good and a bit of a mess but that was the beauty itself and i loved it all right give it a country oh uh wakanda nice wakanda forever yeah why why wakanda it's beautiful but it still has no mess there we go it all ties timmy with the abstract nature of things timmy using abstract world maps now (laughs) <laughs> low, low key, low key, calling out the the writing of of Black, Black Panther too. With that, you know? hey, it was Black... beautiful cinema, beautiful cinematography in this story. Yeah, Black Panther is the greatest movie of all time. At me, white people, let's go. <laughs> at me, white people, let's go. All fucking at you. <laughs> okay, as the comment that Pam was talking about, shout out to equals nil on Reddit. Talking about lawfulness, if lawful, lawful good, change it. Neutral good, ignore it if necessary to help people. Chaotic good, get rid of it. Lawful neutral, enforce it. True neutral, obey it. Chaotic neutral, ignore it. Lawful evil, I wrote it. Neutral evil, ignore it if it's profitable to do so. Chaotic evil, drop kick a baby. <laughs> what? I like the last one, but uh. <laughs> I say, we'll throw that up on the Instagram. Yeah. All right. Unnecessary plugs. Yes. You can find us on Instagram at Northern Critic UMFM. On Twitter at (laughs) Northern (laughs) underscore Critic. That was a long-ass pause. He said it only once. He usually says it twice. Mm Mm-hmm. He un- he always fool says me, it twice. Fool me one time, shame on you. I can mute you. Not fool me twice. <laughs> Sam, I can mute you. Boom, bitch. Uh, Been muted. Yeah. How do you feel now? <laughs> Have you had to plug yourself? Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can find me on oh Instagram God. at Winter Beauty. That's Winter Beauty with an I instead of a Y. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Timmy. Plugging yourself and yeah, yo, you can find me in the kitchen baking bread and hey. yeah, my Instagram. You know how it is. You know how it is. Oh, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, okay. hold up, hold up. Yo, what's Are you up? baking this bread? Is it white bread? No, man. Yo, give Come me on, some. Bro. Give me, give me some more respect than that. No offense. <laughs> okay. you like I'm, I'm, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just saying, of all the black men on this podcast, only one person is eating white loaves. <laughs> oh my god. Only one oh, of us here man. is eating white loaves. I'm just saying. Um you know, honestly when you before you and Michael showed up, Timmy and Uchi were talking about the bread and my Discord cutout and I popped in to hear him saying it was what was it? Soft and 
and and it was it talked it sounded like they were talking about boobs or ass. <laughs> it just sounded like the most sensual piece of bread Uchi, ever. I can literally turn your shade upside down by saying, guess what? What? Out of the three of us here, I'm the only one right now sticking it to the white man. So there. <clears throat> Technically sticking it to a white woman. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I didn't want to bring this up, but... Yo, yo, yo. You were wondering what dating half was on? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's mixed. Boom, bitch. Hey, 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 hey. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I didn't finish my pro. You didn't finish this pro. Oh, my God. Blame Sam for that one. Oh this is stupid. Timmy, plug yourself. Yo, you can find me at Timmy was here on Instagram. I know I should probably change that, but I love it, so we'll just keep it as it is. Don't, don't ever change it. That's great. <laughs> That's a great one. Thanks. <laughs> oh. Hey Sam. Okay. Sam, yeah. you know what I should do? What? Just tell her that Uchi's sorry. <laughs> She's sorry for what? <laughs> She'll find out on Saturday when this comes out. She's <laughs> <laughs> mixed though. <laughs> no, that's the comments in general. Oh my oh, god. god. You know it'd be a great Jeez. bombshell to be? I give the girlfriend respect, bro. She was not uncomfortable when we were cracking slave jokes. No, she is <laughs> she's not like that at all. <laughs> Jeez. Again, like I said, I, I like I, I feel like it's weird to say this, but it also needs to be said in a weird way. Because like people like even Jade as well, Pam, I guess you're slowly getting there too, or you're quite there already, actually. I respect even Michael as well, right? I respect the white people who almost seem as though they're not racist. If that's the way to say Michael was freaking racist. What are you talking about? <laughs> Loki, I'm pretty sure no, Michael hated me. There's a difference. <laughs> Everybody oh. starts with minus 10 in my books. Wait, wait. That's the that's best part. Timmy was like one of the first people I met at university. This man was like, hey, but let me tell you about Michael. We don't trust him. He looks suspicious, though. <laughs> Oh my! He never comes out of his room. <laughs> wait, wait. Can I end this podcast on a great bombshell? Mm-hmm. I this is like the weekend I met Timmy, right? I think I met him on a Friday. Monday, I saw this man's in the common room, right? Mm-hmm. And he forgot my name. Yo, <laughs> he forgot my name, and he said it in the smoothest way ever. He was just like, "Hey, this is man. I forgot how to pronounce your name." Wow. wow. You feel like that. I ain't gonna lie. I forgot it's so many people's name. <laughs> that was so bad. It sounds like something I've done. It sounds like something I've done because I've done something like that before and I feel bad about it now that we're all saying it out loud. But I don't remember meeting you or Uchi. I just, you just kind of like were I'm in my life. Like, <laughs> Question for you, Sam and Uchi. Yes. Mm-hmm. How much blonde hair did you find on yourselves and in your car after you left my place yesterday? It was upwards. Not that, not that much, actually. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah. So for those I listening, cat here. what happened was um, there was a casting couch. That's why we had a lot of cameras. Oh, boy. Um, Uchi was the star of the show. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> make a move. You know what? His Instagram like blew up right after we uploaded. Like it was great. You know, like I think we're probably gonna be invited to the VN Awards soon. Um, yeah, no, it was good. You know. All right, let's let's wrap up. Let's let's go do other things. So you can right. check it out basically at any of your um, usual go-to websites. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, all the yeah. usual ones. You know the ones we're talking about. <laughs> you know the oh, ones. any recommendations? <laughs> Subscribe yeah, the... to my OnlyFans page. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh my. You can find all of Pam's blonde hair there as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. <man. laughs> okay, for you, any recommendations this week? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I will recommend... Uh, I recently started rewatching this again, especially since the whole Black Lives Matter movement happened and whatever. Um, it's not related to this at all, but um, it reminded me of how quickly uh, Netflix was able to shut down this show um, because it is a show that um, showcases, again, the struggle of uh, Black youth in the 1960s and the uprise of, you know, what we know now as the Bronx, where all of, like, black culture and all of that is from um so i will recommend the get down um yeah. it's on netflix right now yeah. season one and season two fantastic series it is just great you have a main character who's a wordsmith he's a guy who's good at school he's good with his words you know he looks at a girl he likes he's like you're fine as wine and so divine i'm like oh my god oh this my guy. goodness right oh my so god. he's he's all smooth with his words um we have a disc jockey called Shaolin Fantastic, and he's a he's a Padawan to a, a Padawan is the right word to say. Yeah, he's a Padawan to Grandmaster Flash. So basically, you have no, Grandmaster, Grandmaster Flash, Flash, who's a yeah, who's a phenomenal DJ and like a pioneer for us and that era of music, and he's basically mentoring this young grasshopper. That's what he calls him um, into being a. DJ just like him and it sends him on these ridiculous things like you need to grab this new record from this place and parkour through the streets while the cops are chasing it's it's great and it's done in such a way that they play like you know Japanese flutes and whatever and it just it's so dramatic but it's great it's a fun watch um, but then down to it it comes down to you know you have the um, Latino side of the Bronx and the black side of the Bronx actually coming together um, to fight the oppressive, you know, government. So basically, they're trying to save the Bronx from um, essentially white people taking over and making it Wall Street. So yeah, it's a pretty good watch. Um, I love all the characters. It stars Jaden Smith as well. Actually, Jaden Smith is a he's a starving artist in this, so he's pretty good too. He does graffiti art on trains, um, and he's also gay. So that's also an interesting twist on that too, uh, which I kind of liked. But yeah, so pretty much. He's a gay black man who draws graffitis on trains and gets chased by the cop. No one ever sees that on screen. Go watch it. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, sweet. Uh, can I can I give a suggestion? Okay. Yeah, go for it. Oh, go sweet. For it. Uh, y'all should definitely watch God's Must Be Crazy because that's a beautiful. Oh, wait, that's a, is this an older movie? Yeah, it's a very yeah. old movie. Yeah. My guess. Yeah, it was such a good movie. Yeah, I love it. I'll be watching it again this week. I got, yeah. It's a fun movie to watch until you realize how colonialist mm-hmm. it is in its mindset. I mean, yeah. Oh, boy. I 
movie when I was eight years old, so I think all that went over my head. Oh, it still went over my head. I already watched this movie like two years ago, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's a little so, me about that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, yeah, watch the movie, enjoy, and I, that's really all I got. I'm waiting for someone to just take this from me right now so I can stop talking. <laughs> I'm not going to recommend a podcast or a book or a show this week because I'm back to work full time, so I have no fucking time for anything. Um, so I'm actually going to recommend a recipe for anyone who likes cooking. Hey. Um, go check out on Delish. It's called Tuscan Butter Naki. It is fucking amazing. It is the reason I am going to get fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Also, I should mention right now, just because this is something that just popped up on my screen, I have my uh, computer actually right now just running des desktop backgrounds. Um, and what just popped up is an image of Toothless. Actually, a pic yeah, an image of Toothless. And guess who's on top of him? It's a minion. A minion is writing Toothless. It is great. I think I'm going to save that one for sure. That, that I mean, one's for the books. Anyways, it sorry. It is on your desktop. <laughs> So you're, you're yeah. Not... Well, I mean, I'm just gonna keep it. That's what I mean. Like, I'm gonna keep it as the permanent one because I think oh. it's funny as hell. Okay. My recommendation this week is Dear White People, the TV series. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Oh, another, okay. Another I was, that's so I was, I was waiting. <laughs> I'm not describing anything else. Go watch Dear White People. See, Uchi, you see, when you start a sentence with Dear White People, we're expecting <laughs> you to drop some heat, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> name of the show is Dear White People. <laughs> you know when the dog's ears go from being, like, floppy, and then you say, let's go for a walk, and all of a sudden they go up? Mm-hmm. That's literally the response you get. <laughs> okay, fine, yeah. fine. I'll, I'll do something for you guys. <clears throat> Dear White People, defund the police. Ooh. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm just gonna say, dear white people, don't be racist. But you know, that doesn't always play out. Hey, well, so, hey. So Why do you have to make it political? <laughs> we are a non-political podcast. Okay. No, we're always political. With us, that it's political. Are political. we good, Michael? Do you have a plug, or are we good to? Run? I'm still reading Dresden Files. I'm eight books in. It's getting better. If you read, read it. If you don't, move on. Yeah, the show is uh, so interesting. In non-Michael terms, he's saying, read it or fuck you. Basically, uh, yeah. I coaxed you into reading Stormlight. Yeah, so it wasn't fuck me, and Stormlight is amazing. Well, uh, I, I think Uchi probably wants to go play Last of Us. Yeah. So... Oh, no, I have to upload something to my OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is it the hair? <laughs> oh yeah, if anyone God. wants a blonde wig, just come roll around on my floor for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, just to spoil everything for you, Ellie is Spider-Man. So just putting dude, that yeah. out. Dude, dude, yeah. dude. Did you know Darth Vader is your father? <laughs> okay, guys. Let's We're wrap done. it up. All right. Guess. All right. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.